Hi, this is Jeff Detellis okay. from Buffalo, and today I'm speaking with Tara Burke, one of our transformation program participants. We tried a unique um, version of our transformation program back in March of 2022. We collaborated with Click of Orchard Parks, which is a spin studio, real good friends of ours. Aaron and Aaron, the owners over there, which not say enough good things about. So if you ever have the opportunity to try a spin class, definitely check out Click of OP in Orchard Park, New York. Fantastic people, fantastic studio. And I'm sure that Tara can even attest more to that as she's uh, quite the regular over there. Yes. Great, yep. great stuff, isn't it? Great stuff, fun, very, very fun. And yes. top-notch people to boot, for sure. Yep. Uh, so what we did was we had a nutrition seminar at their old, or their previous location. Mm -hmm. They have since relocated, uh, still in Orchard Park. And we did a three-month, our normal UEVOLT Buffalo Transformation Program runs in six-month intervals. Uh, we This was the first time we did a three-month. And it had still all the bells and whistles, and we still did our weekly Zoom calls, and essentially everything was, was the same. And when the program ended, Tara decided to continue with some uh, online uh, accountability, nutrition assistance, and has since then even started coming to UEVOLVE Buffalo to train with me one-on-one, -on -one, one day a week, in addition to the regular um, classes that she takes over at Click. So I'd like to give everyone a, a little synopsis of where we started <laughs> and where we are right now with your transformation, Tara. So if, if I get any of this wrong, just stop me as we go. Okay. But I, I take pretty um, thorough notes along the way. So <clears throat> it should be pretty, pretty accurate. So we started back in uh, actually March 20th of 2022 was our start date. And our original three month, 12 week end date was June 12th of 2022. When mm -hmm. you started, your starting weight was 202 pounds. And you might've been a little bit heavier before we even started, but that's the first weight that I had recorded. Yeah, a couple of weeks before I was 204, so. Okay, so yep. pre pretty close in that, that low 200 range. Um, mm -hmm. You were also um, experiencing chronic low back pain was one mm -hmm. of the elements that, that you had. Mm -hmm. uh, the lowest body weight in, in the previous 10 years was you were into the 150s, but you said you would be happy if we got into the 160s when we yes. started. Yep. You also uh, do not have a gallbladder, so we have to watch high-fat foods. So mm -hmm. something like a uh, high-fat. I have it. I have one, but it doesn't function. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So yes. We have like a, a misfiring. Program. Yeah. So we can't. We couldn't mm -hmm. go down the road of say like a ketogenic diet or a low carb, high fat diet. We have to be careful with partition the foods. When we mm -hmm. started the program, our for that first 12 month period, our original goal was to lose 10 pounds. We started off very very conservative. He said, let's get 10 pounds off. Let's get into that low 190s, maybe even tinker with the breaking into the 180s if, if possible. But we started off very conservatively with nothing set in stone. 
Mm-hmm. You can always, you know, advance, but it kind of takes a little pressure off if we don't set the bar so high that if we're not able to maintain a certain pace that we feel like we're failing. So that's our, our conservative goal to start. Um, by July 2nd, so <clears throat> I'm sorry, by the end of the program in June, uh, it was actually on June 18th, your weigh-in was 182.4 pounds. So you ended up losing 19.6 pounds. So you definitely yeah. exceeded our original conservative goal of 10 you, mm-hmm. you doubled it. Yeah. Um, so that was, then we transitioned off of the 12 week, out of the 12 week program and went on a month to month basis. And that brought us one month later into July we were at 179 pounds. So you broke out of the 80s the next month. And I remember, you know, getting, you know, 4th of July holiday weekend. If we can break into the the 70s and out of the 80s, that would have been a nice milestone for us. And you did exactly that. We ended up going into the 4th of July at 179. Yep. By the end of July, we our goal was, because summertime, more events, more socializing. We wanted to try to maintain a weight range of 177 to 178. So all we were looking for is one to two more pounds in the month of July. And you ended the month of July at 176. So again, exceeding our maintenance expectations, Mm -hmm. always ahead of the curve, working hard, um, no major setbacks through July. So then we looked again, let's go one month ahead. The goal at the end of August was to then maintain that 175 to 176. And we also wanted to, at that point, to start adding some resistance training in addition to the regular classes that we were um, doing at camp. So at the end of August, beginning of July, you were at 172 pounds. So again, exceeding our expectations, we went into Labor Day or just after uh, Labor Day weekend at 172. You broke past our maintenance goal of 75 to 76. And mm-hmm. th- at that point, it became you know realistic for us to set our sights on the 160s. And I believe... Yep. So from September, it took us the rest of the month of September and almost all of October by October 24th is the first time I have us recording 169 pounds on, on the scale. What was so that, that? October 24th? That's what I have recorded. Okay. We, we might yeah. have had something during the week. I usually just record the end of the week weigh-ins. Yeah. So it might have been something during the week where we might have dipped our toe, but then back to the 70s. Yeah. That was a week ending weight was 169 on October 24th. So almost a month mm-hmm. ago. Well, again, we, we went 72 in September. So it took us maybe six weeks and then three more pounds. So we're, we're chopping away about half a pound a week. Yep. And that 69 is was a tricky one to try to maintain it seemed like we get to the 60s we'd see a 70 maybe even a 71 but it wasn't it wasn't just a linear drop there was a lot of mm-hmm. flow. 
And at that point, we started to discuss mm-hmm. the possibility of using intermittent fasting. And it, yes. so once we implemented that, we were able to stabilize into those anywhere, I think our lowest, maybe 167, but we have mm-hmm. a 170 for weeks now. So no. we're maintaining in there. Mm-hmm. And which brings us pretty, pretty current right up to date this morning at 169, bouncing between that yep. range. And mm-hmm. we set ourselves a goal, an end of the year goal to start in January of maintaining the 167 to 169 so we can work our way through the holidays. You have a very busy schedule between your I do and just life in general. And mm-hmm. the goal is if we can get to January into those 160s, I think you have a launching pad for 2023 to go in any direction you want, which we're still discussing Yeah, what the goal going forward is. But would you mm-hmm. say that's a pretty accurate assessment of how the last nine, eight months went? Mm-hmm. Very I feel accurate. I like it was a trip down memory, memory lane. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to look at it from that perspective, right? Because you just kind of focus on the day to day. But yeah, when you really look at where you started, like where I came from and, you know, the progression, like it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. You, you did, you did fantastic. So again, the macro view and the, what I love about these uh, transformation programs that we do is using that bigger timeline. I don't think people can appreciate how much time it takes consistency mm-hmm. and effort but and and that really afforded uh both of us the opportunity to learn how you respond to, to different foods types and the amount of exercise and all that stuff the, the, the right degrees that we put into the program but from your perspective can you give us a little backdrop onto before you started this program you know, okay. how, uh, what was your dieting experience going in, exercise experience? How did you get to the point of joining the program? And then maybe what people, you know, did you, were you uh, fluent in tracking your macros and counting calories? Give us a little backdrop. Right. So mm, I guess never in my life have I ever tracked macros. Um, I think probably years years and years and years ago, um, you know, I, I'd always try to do some diet thing, you know, but didn't really have to worry about it much until I think my forties, you know, I was always, you know, probably a little heavier than I wanted to be, but nothing crazy. I always exercised, you know, went through a period in my life where I did a lot more exercise and training than, you know, usual I felt great I felt good but then I guess it was probably around 43 maybe early 40s um starting to go through menopause and stuff that then you know you just I just kept gaining weight gaining weight not sleeping you know you're eating to probably give yourself energy and a sugar boost and uh you know not sleeping at night and just didn't feel all around good, you know, um, achy body aches, low back issues, knee issues, you know, and just generally exhausted all the time. So I think 
by the time I started with you, I just, Mm -hmm. I was at a point, I was like, I don't even know what to do anymore. I had started exercising with, um, click, you know, just because I was like, I got to do something. My knees hurt so bad. My back hurt. I just was like me, I got to move, right? Every doctor tells you move more, move more. And I didn't really know what, you know, what to do. So I started there and just loved doing it. So I had been, I think about probably when we started going to spin probably about five months, maybe regularly, you know, not a lot though, not a ton, but maybe a few times a week, but I started feeling better. So then when the opportunity to come up, came up when you guys did your seminar, I was like, all right, well, whatever. I have to do something. And it was at a point where you almost don't even know, you know, like what is healthy anymore, right? There's so many, um, yeah, there's so many diet plans. Conflicting ideas about all, I mean, right. There's a million different things. And then with, I think, social media and, um, you know, all the advertising that goes on there. I mean, everybody's doing something different, right? Eat this, don't eat that join this program, join a different program, you know, so it's, it's like, what, you don't know what to do. What we did as far as your, um, the approach for your nutrition and correct me if I'm wrong, but your macros that we've been following, I believe, I don't think we've made any changes along the way. If they were, they were very minute, but your Mac, we have you set at 1,425 calories a day mm-hmm. and your macronutrient profile. And what we mean by macros and macronutrients are daily grams of carbohydrates, fats, and protein is your protein is set at 115 grams a day. Your fat is at 45 grams a day and your total carbohydrates at 140 grams a day. And you use an app, uh, Carb Management, that you plug your food in every day. It tracks those grams for you. And then you send me screenshots on a daily basis via the app Telegram for review, just as more of a, at this point, it's more of just accountability. Right. And then we do a weekly Zoom call and we do our review and set our goals and a review of the week. And, but more importantly, the week coming up and hurdles and if you're going out of town and do we need to have a free I hate to use the word cheat day or cheat meal but how to manage these different hurdles of hey it's Thanksgiving you know okay let's make sure we go into that day everything tight and then you don't have to track on Thanksgiving you're going to be able to eat freely and I think one of the things maybe that you found is that with all this tracking you know most of the time, 90% or greater percent of the time, you get into a groove. But if your macros are skewed a little bit, um, you might eat something that throws them way off. And, and what's usually my response? Just stay within your calories. Just don't yeah. blow the calories out of the water. A day or a few days isn't going to make or break anything. And I think that's part of the learning process that, hey, it, you don't have to be you know, on the number you have more leeway than I think maybe people realize with it as long as it's consistent most of the time. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned after all these months 
is not to focus so much on like a short term goal. You know, like it takes so much consistency for such a length of time and everybody wants everything like immediate, right? Immediate results. 30 days, you know. (laughs) Yep. And it just doesn't, you know, it, it, it almost like takes the pressure off of you trying to be so perfect all the time, right? Like eat perfectly and I mean, you have to really, but I mean, there's way more, like you said, there's way more leeway, I think, than people realize. And, and you can eat. I mean, I, that's probably the biggest thing I think anybody ever asks me is like, oh my God, what are you eating? You know, what are you eating? So like, what did you change? What did you cut out? And I'm like, not really anything. It's just ba- like a balance, a better balance of what I do eat. You know, more of some, less of others, but it's not like, you know, everything's completely off the table. As a trainer, all the time, right? Right. You can't have everything all the time. (laughs) No, no. But I mean, yeah, once, you know, twice a week, you can have something bad. But that's another thing, too. Like, I think most people, when you have a bad day or a cheat day, right, you don't plan ahead for it. So when it, when you go crazy, like you get that sense of like, oh no, I ruined my diet. Like I'm done. I can't, you know, you're going to eat shitty for the next three days, but like planning ahead for it. Like you said, when you plan ahead, look at the week ahead, anything coming up, like it almost like makes you feel like you can kind of just go through anything. Um, I know when, when I navigate situations like that, that, that say the few days or the week leading up to where you're going to give yourself that freedom or leeway that keeps me even more focused during the week to keep things tighter. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah. I know I'm going to have this freedom. So let yeah. me keep real tight now and it'll take that pressure off where I'm just not even going to turn that app on to plug the food in. And I'm just going to enjoy the company of the people and the places that I'm at and actually enjoy the foods that you're eating and not feel guilty about it. Right. Right. And And you can always eat the foods you want to eat really without feeling guilty. But I mean, sometimes you can only eat right. Super small serving or a couple bites. And it's like, if you, if you track it all and account for it, like it's amazing how easy that becomes right you almost don't even you feel like it's like some bad thing anymore right. you're like oh no i shouldn't be eating this like no it's just balanced into your day so what a, it takes what a, that stress off what about and i'm sure um you've experienced this i know i certainly have where you do have some of those foods and you're like oh my god that don't feel good at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Absolutely. I mean, and I have it even worse with like my gallbladder too, right? Like sometimes it's not even something like, that somebody would look at as like being really bad for you or some big dessert or something like even just some higher fat content. And I'm like, ugh, like sick for days. Like it'll throw me right off, but yeah, it's amazing. The, it's amazing how food makes you feel after you've been eating stuff that's good for you for so long. Yeah. You, you become like a fine tuned machine 
and you don't mm-hmm. want to throw bad fuel in there. You want to run, yeah. run efficiently. Right. Um, so um, you mentioned about having that larger time frame and not having the pressure to, you know, always, you know, micromanage uh, uh, the goals in such small period of times. And I got to say, I feel the, the, the exact same way. It takes the pressure off me working with you, knowing that I can um, try different things and go down different avenues and take the time. Mm-hmm. And if I was working with you for six weeks and we had to get those mm-hmm. 10 pounds off at six weeks, that would put pressure on me to try right. to do things and maybe reduce the amount of food that you're eating or trying doing any you know, tricky things to get a quick result, but not right. build, build in that the, right. the knowledge of how your body responds to those foods and what we can and, and all that. The time frame is, I think, the most important. The time frame and the face to face, even though it's on Zoom, it's not literally face to face. But those. Well, two it is aspects. Wednesdays. Yeah, and Wednesdays now you are coming in regularly. Now it is. And that yep. helps too. And yep. I gotta say, you've you've handled this whole process better than most people. Very even people really? rolling with the punches. Um, you just have a, a sense of. You know, there's not that urgency. You never seem to panic if things right. aren't perfect. And I think that being able to manage those emotions and the fluctuations, it just, it kind of, you have a nice, I think, uh, perspective on things that suits you well for the process. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems a lot, I mean, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's been that hard. Like good, good. (laughs) You know, like any other thing I've ever tried, right? Like it just seems like ridiculous, right? Like these crazy diets, and and then I do hear a lot of times people talking about things that they're doing now, or like friends of mine that have done these crazy weight loss programs and all this stuff, and it's just not sustainable. Like the good thing I feel like is like this is like real life stuff going forward. Yeah. Like it's real, it's real food. It's real eating. It's like balancing. It's just balancing stuff you eat. Right. I would say so. Yeah. And then um, let's just touch on the inter- intermittent fasting. Um, because okay. That's just a, a nice little, um, I don't think, I don't believe that there's any one silver bullet to fix anything, but this, you know, it's just a little tool in our toolbox that, and we didn't try this until October, I believe, within the last month, I would say six mm-hmm. weeks to a month. And that, mm-hmm. that helped break us through that plateau of the 70s to the 60s. And what I mean yeah. by intermittent fast is taking a period of time, usually of 16 to 18 hours, where you're not consuming any calories. And generally, you would want to do that overnight. So hopefully, you're getting eight hours sleep. And that takes eight hours of that 16 right off the top and maybe four hours before you go to bed and you don't eat until four hours after you get up and it's easy to get a nice 16 hour window right. with your work schedule. Yeah. You, know, you and you, um, you do hair. You're a, a, what would you call it? A hairstylist? Hairstylist. Yep. So, you know, it's back to back to back customers and you, you, you probably don't have much opportunity to sit down and eat regular meals while you're working, a lot of grab and go. Right. So you, we realized that maybe an intermittent fast during one of your long, busy days might just suit you better than trying to cram in little meals or one big meal at the end of the night. Why don't you 
Can right. you talk about your experience with that? Right. Um, yeah, that was one of the biggest, like the hardest things I think for me was right. Trying to get regular meals in because yeah, I don't ever have a, I mean, it's my own fault. I schedule myself, but I very rarely have a specific lunchtime or dinner time. Um, you know, you're trying to cram people in and get people in and out in the shortest time possible, usually. So I'm not there working, you know, 10 hour days all the time. So I found with that trying to, you know, when I'm working a late night or an afternoon, um, if I can eat everything, kind of finish up my, you know, last meal, like early afternoon, and then not have to worry about it the rest of the night and not having to pack all that food with me to go to work too. Um, and I can cook at home in the morning, made it a lot easier. And just to be clear, you're still consuming the same amount of food that you normally would. You're not depriving yourself of food. You're just eating it in a shorter window of time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like you're starving yourself. It's a complete fast and uh, no. eliminate, eliminating the food altogether. Right. And it kind of almost worked out better because it did feel like sometimes like at work, like almost like I was starving myself because I didn't have time to, you know, fit in food, which was my day yesterday. But um, all of us after the snowstorm, right, can't sure. fit you're making up for all the, the, you know, three days of lost time. So, um, yeah, my next three days are going to be a little, little rough, but, um, yeah, it does make, make it a lot easier and you're not really, you know, I think the first time I did it, I woke up in the middle of the night, like starving at four in the morning, but, um, I think I adjusted the window a little differently the next couple of times. Like I, I ate a little later. Till I think I cut out food about three or something, four-ish, and didn't eat till later the next morning. I find it easier to manage if I wake up and I can still go like a few hours, just have some black coffee. Yeah, but, yeah perfect. Yeah. Well, the last thing I'd like to add is how I know for myself, and it's very common that for to be successful when tracking food and, and, and going on a program like this, is preparing in advance the grocery uh, shopping making sure the food's prepared having the stuff ready and on hand would, would you tend to agree with that 150 percent sometimes yeah. that can be the hardest part right it is um and i always just tried to think of it like I, you have to feed yourself and you have to grocery shop everybody eats right we all eat food <laughs> um it's just picking like just choosing what you feed yourself right like it's not like any big crazy thing and then you know having it on hand right maybe just yeah. take a couple days you know adjusting my grocery shopping um I, I had more I think I do more grocery trips to the store um finding a couple different things that are prepared already you know even sometimes you know rather than getting frozen meals, I've been buying, right? Like a rotisserie chicken, um, like the Wegmans boneless, skinless chicken breasts that are already grilled. You know, when I know my weeks tick crazy, it's eat, instead of getting something quick, like going through drive-through or something like that, 
it's easier to find some more prepared foods. I guess I've just been shifting what I buy so that it's easier and I plan ahead, you know, if I know I'm not going to have that prep time. So instead of, yeah, yeah. Instead of, I think a lot of it is like worrying about it the day of you, you kind of always got to be looking about three days out for sure. For you sure. know, looking at your own schedule. Right. Yeah. But that's been the, that's been the hardest, but I mean, you adjust, right. You figure it out. Well, Tara, I know you're busy. So yes. um, I want to thank you for, for joining. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I think we covered uh, quite a bit this morning. We did. No, I'm good. I got to run to work. All right. And, and then again, I just like to, say that I think you absolutely did fantastic. It's been a pleasure working with you and I'm looking forward to 2023. I think that you have potential to do absolutely great things in 2023. Again, I'd like to shout out both the errands again at Click because I know that they are, have also been a big part of your support through this process. They have. Encouragement. I feel like they're a, like a, a satellite um, satellite cell of this program that also helps, even though, you know, I don't directly communicate with them all the time. I know that they have your back as well. So that, yeah, that's good thank you. Yeah. It's been great. It's really been great with both you guys, good. you know, it's a good, good support system and it's, you know, it's easy when you like what you're doing, right? Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, Tara and enjoy right. your holidays. Thank you. You too. I'll see you tomorrow. Sounds good.